You're listening to Tech Talk Central. I have just in front of me, beside the other microphone, Dr. Themos Kalos, who is going to answer to my questions. Great to be here. Thank you. You're welcome. Could you introduce yourself, first of all? Yes. So I am the Chief Science Officer of uh, MediWise, uh, short for Medical Wireless Sensing. Uh, we're a bioengineering company based in London, England, uh, specializing on a technology called metamaterials. Uh, these are artificial materials that uh, provide exotic properties that you cannot do otherwise. And we focus on how we can harness this technology to the uh, healthcare, to healthcare applications. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The title of the Mobi Health uh, session in which you are taking part is RF Challenges and Opportunities. Uh, old RF is back. What do they have to offer us? Yes, so we use radio waves to do non-invasive medical diagnostics. Um, mm-hmm. We're trying to replace first invasive methods where you have to, let's say, draw blood in order to measure some constituents inside, like your glucose. Uh, or uh, all the uh, technologies like x-rays, which are ionizing and uh, can cause uh, harm to the human body. So we're trying to re- uh, replace these technologies with more economic and non-invasive alternatives. Our two main uh, products are a non-invasive glucose sensor, which uses radio waves and can measure your glucose levels without drawing any blood, and... As a second project, we have a, a breast cancer imaging diagnostic, which also uses radio waves. And so we can re- uh, create 3D images of a breast tumor for women uh, without using x-rays. These are mm-hmm. the products we are currently developing. And uh, you, you're going to speak for those uh, at this uh, Congress? Yes, yeah, so we talk about both of them in this uh, uh, conference. Uh, the most in, uh, our, our forefront, our main focus is the non-invasive glucose sensor. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a small mobile device the size of a Bluetooth handset that you wear in your hand for a few seconds. And uh, it displays on a screen the uh, glucose levels uh, in your body. This is uh, then paired to a mobile phone uh, where the data are transmitted in real time and also with a cloud platform, a website and a server where the patient, a carer or a doctor can have access in real time again to the uh, glucose data of a patient or patients. It seems astonishing. <laughs> well, the device, I should say, is still in development. Okay. Uh, so we've, we have laboratory prototypes in-house and we are setting up the process to go through clinical trials, mm-hmm. uh, which will take probably one to two years until we have a clinically approved device for use by the masses. So the competitive advantage of all this is uh, that it's non-invasive, first of all. The first one is non-invasive. Uh, yes. If you're a type 1 diabetes patient, which means you're uh, genetically predisposed to have abnormal glucose levels, uh, this means you have to... Uh, take blood readings, you know, four to five times a day. Mm-hmm. The recommended is 10, but no one wants to prick their fingers 10 times a day. Uh, this is first painful, uh, is, is uh, not discreet. So the people that do that, you know, have to leave, the, leave the room, yes. do it uh, somewhere privately. 
And also it's very costly because uh, this, the conventional glucose monitors use strips and the price of this over a year is about more than a thousand euros. Uh, so we're replacing all that with a device that is non-invasive. It does not use strips or consumables. And so it's more affordable and more discreet. So uh, second benefit is cost, less cost. Of course, of course. Mm-hmm. So, so it's, it's about uh, half the price over a three-year period com- compared to conventional uh, you know, blood glucose measuring techniques. Mm-hmm. And there are no consumables, not at all. No consumables. Just you just buy the you just buy the device, device, and you can use it as much as you want, even continuously or overnight if you want to monitor your levels, uh, or any time during the day. And the cost will be an estimation. So we, do, we haven't published any cost yet, but uh, if you, you estimate it, so over a three-year period, which is where the period over which we guarantee uh, the operation of our device, the conventional cost would be more than 3,000 euros for a patient. Mm-hmm. Uh, our device will not be more than half that cost. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, either one of cost or it will be like a mobile phone where you you know, you know, buy it and then you, you, you pay it off mm-hmm. with a contract. And the results will go where? The patient to controls the, patient? the results. Yes. So... You can either just leave them on the device, have them being displayed, and forget about them. It has a memory inside? Yes. 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 Yeah. Uh, or you can opt in to have them sent to your mobile phone. So over there you can have like uh, historical graphs. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have a feature of a predictive uh, prediction. So based on your past data, we're able to predict where your glucose levels will be over the next two hours, for example, and thus alert you and notify you if it turns out that we think your glucose levels are going to be very low or very high ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's mm-hmm. a very important feature so that we can prevent like hypoglycemia attacks. Yes, that's right, that's right. So uh, I'm, uh, you have uh, everything uh, patented? Yes, so we have four patents on this technology. Uh, I should mention that our core technology, which I mentioned is metamaterials, um, is a film that goes between the sensor we use and the skin. It's actually embedded in the sensor. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the biggest problems in uh, diagnostics in general is you're trying to measure something inside the body And if you want to do that, until now you had to, you know, drill a hole, take some blood out to do an accurate measurement. So we have developed a metamaterial film. This is a nanocomposite film that allows the radio waves to go through and have the same accuracy as if you were uh, pricking and drawing blood. We, uh, our model for technology is we see through the skin. We see through the skin. That's good. Yes. yes. And we use that technology to enable the non-invasive glucose sensor, which you wouldn't be able to do otherwise. Very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. So uh, I have uh, checked your uh, company in London and uh, have seen that uh, both of you, uh, I mean, two founders, you are Greek. Yes. So two out of the four uh, founders were Greek. So we're born. Why have born you chosen London? Uh, We both did, uh, myself and my partner, George Palikaras, uh, we did our PhDs outside Greece. So, so we left Greece, uh, many years ago, back in the glory days, 2000, 2004. 
we did our PhDs myself in the United States, in California, and George in uh, uh, United Kingdom. And we just happened to meet at the time in England, and it was just so you stayed you know, there. <laughs> easier to set up the business there. Mm-hmm. You know, we found offices. It was easy to file a patent. We found the funding, and so you know, it was yeah. the easiest way at yes, the time. That's right. That's right. But uh, you're not coming back. Not uh, at the time. We would like to come back when we are ready. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, f- that means what? Um, it all comes down to funding, I think. Funding, uh, we right. do work with a couple of universities here. Uh, we do some uh, R&D work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But to move a company, you know, you need, you know, certain uh, uh, circumstances to be right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we, we need to have uh, the good, uh, appropriate funding to do, to move our operations. Okay. Uh, you are also, I have seen that uh, you are also developing innovative apps uh, in the health sector. Mm-hmm. Is it really booming this sector or uh, it's a fashion? Is it something more substantial to add? Uh, mobile apps in general in the health sector are a very tough nut to crack. Uh, the problem is that uh, people use, it, it's very diverse right now. There's no unify, everyone is doing their own apps and there's no interoperability Mm -hmm. if you like Mm -hmm. so everyone makes an app it works well but only on a small subset or for a small application Mm -hmm. and i think what's necessary and what we see in the coming year is uh, years more unified attempts uh, either from big companies or from uh, the uh, public governments in order to have initiatives to unify these apps Uh, if you know also know like uh, the latest attempts by Samsung and Apple, they released like this health kit, which they try to incorporate data from multiple apps and devices into one location, which is what the user, the patient really wants at the end. Mm-hmm. So it's not so much fashion, but it has some substance. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, it definitely provides value to the user. It just, what, what in the, uh, in a, We're trying to figure out now how to do that in the best and easiest way for the patient. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, how many years will it have for uh, this period, this happy era? I th- I would say we're th- two to four years away four years because away. the you know the, the manufacturers and the app developers have to conform to these new standards, develop their apps for these platforms. Uh, we still start, we start seeing that now, but it will take a couple of years until uh, a critical mass of uh, applications, you know, becomes available for this platform. Okay. Thank you. Thank you very much, uh, Dr. Carlos. And uh, this is Tech Talk Central broadcasting live from Moby Health Conference in Athens, Greece. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned. You're welcome. Thank you. You're listening to Tech Talk Central.